Let's be honest, the state of the family isn't looking too good right now and it's continuing to trend in the wrong direction. We can no longer afford to be naive of the tactics of our opponent. It's time to get informed so that we can start to fight back. Welcome to Blended. I am your host, Jeremiah Wallace, and my goal is to see blended families thriving. If you are navigating this experience, then you're in the right place. This podcast is purposed to provide support, information, and the encouragement that we need to fulfill our family's potential. What is happening, people? I am glad that you are here. My hope is for us to continue to acquire the tools necessary for us to get the job done. And what is the job, you ask? The job is our families. We want to continue to move in the direction of purpose. We want to fulfill the potential of everyone within our family unit. And we just want to thrive. We want to be great. Like that should be the desire of our hearts. That should be our greatest expectations. I feel like we can get there. It's going to take a little bit of work, but we can get there. So today I'm going to be addressing some of the statistics present concerning the family. And I know that statistics aren't the perfect reflection of the human experience. It's so important that we're able to zone in on the experience of the individual, but they do paint a picture of the state of things. And as we grow familiar with some of those obstacles and some of the pitfalls present within the family, without the family, then we are again better equipped to get the job done. So I'm going to go ahead and start with a sports reference. So for you sport non-lovers, my apology, (laughs) but I want to zone in specifically on the combat sports. So like boxing or mixed martial arts, those can be especially violent. And when you think about someone entering into a ring, that person absolutely needs to be prepared mentally and physically concerning their condition or else they're going to step in there and they're going to get embarrassed or just seriously hurt. So when we think about families, we also need to approach them from a place of preparation. We can't be ignorant concerning what we're working with. So when it comes to these combat sports, these individuals that are preparing for a bout for a fight or something like that, they aren't simply focusing on their craft and what their strengths and their weaknesses are. Obviously, they want to get better. They want to improve themselves, but they are also watching tape and they've taken the time to grow familiar with their opponent. So as they're preparing, they keep in mind the fact that this individual, the person that they're about to fight has had success in this area. This person likes to take down their opponent and fight them on the ground so then they can prepare in such a way to keep from being taken down because they know it's a strength of theirs and there's just all types of things that they need to be mindful of going into their fight so that they can be successful so as we go over statistics it is for the sake of growing familiar 
with our opponent. The opponent is the failure of families so that as we enter this fight, because guess what? If you are in a family, you are in a fight. Whether you've agreed to fight or not, you are in the middle of a ring and it's necessary for us to be tactful and for us to execute a specific game plan so that we can be successful. The first thing that I want to address is marriage. And in my opinion, marriage is the pinnacle of human relationship. It gets no more intimate between one individual and another than marriage. The Bible literally refers to marriage as two individuals becoming one flesh. And although we do not literally come together and become one blob of a human being, we become extensions of one another. There's no telling where one life begins and the other life ends as far as how we operate. We're both subject to one another. It is a powerful relationship and it's as intimate as it gets. And I know that women, you guys literally push human beings out of your body. And that is very intimate. It is extremely intimate. But the power of the marriage relationship is the pinnacle of the human relationship. That was the original intent for marriage. And when you think about vows exchanged, there isn't a promise between two human beings that's more powerful than that. Think about it in sickness and in health for richer or for poorer till death does us part. And we say I do at that point, like we are in agreement with that. That's not something we do with our kids. <laughs> Honestly, there are times where I look my children dead in the eyes and I say, I love you, but I can't wait till you're gone. Like that's a thing. And I feel like it is both affirming for myself. It gives me comfort knowing that they're going to leave at some point. I love them so much. Please I'll stick around for, you know, as long as you need to, but they're going to leave. And then it's also I'm serving them and it's a form of preparation if you ask me. So no judgment. Okay. I don't need it. <laughs> um, and also when it comes to marriage, this is something that has existed before government. So before government got involved and wanted to keep tabs on contractual relationships and whatnot, like marriage has existed. So in my opinion, the suggestion that marriage is nothing more than gaining a piece of paper, honestly, that doesn't really work for me. Although I appreciate the extra accountability. Why not? But as most of us know, one and two of these marriage relationships end in divorce. In about 1960, that number was around 27%, which is crazy. And obviously, things have changed drastically since that point in time, but we are clearly trending in the wrong direction. And we also have to consider the fact that of those that have experienced divorce, 75% of them end up getting remarried. 70% of those situations 
include the blended family dynamic. So 70% of those individuals had children in that previous relationship. But within that second marriage, 60 plus percent of those relationships end up in divorce as well. So if marriage is taking place for the second, third, however many times to follow, the percentage ends up increasing. And my intention is not to shame or bash those that have been subject to a divorce relationship. I'm just laying out where things stand right now. But as we see this trend taking place in the direction of divorce, this extreme separation, the pinnacle of the human relationship being dismantled to some degree, marriage has been diluted. Unfortunately, over time, it's lost its meaning, its significance, its purpose, and its intended impact. Again, society starts at a familial level. So as we're separating, as we're experiencing divorce and hardship, this is translating not just in that intimate family unit setting, it's affecting us as a whole. And as the marriage relationship is being diluted, all other relationships are being diluted and losing their significance as well. So when we consider friendships, we tend to underestimate the power of influence. There's just no way that I can hang out with a group of people, get into a bunch of shenanigans and come home and suggest that that experience, those people that I'm surrounded by have no indirect influence on the people that I directly influence. And don't even get me started on dating. I am so glad that I am not dating in 2020. Jeez Louise, not just because of the mask situation and you have no idea what's behind it. It could be crazy. I mean, you know, people are being had in 2020, but it's just very dysfunctional right now. It's so very much about sex. It's about status. Like, look at me. I'm in this relationship. I told you that I could get it done regardless of the contents of that actual relationship. And then there's the satisfaction aspect. And there's just a ton of people attempting to fill a void via this relationship that possibly does not serve them. Yes, dating and courtship can be done a certain way that is beneficial and it points toward longevity and health. But these days, it's about sex status and satisfaction. And then another relationship that's being diluted is the one that we have with authority figures, especially when you think of the experience of a child who has been subject to the divorce of their parents. Like there can be a lack of respect for adults, for authority because of broken promises Maybe they've gotten to a point where they've been exposed to so much dysfunction that they start protecting themselves and self-preserving. They throw up these walls and these individuals can have no more influence over them because the people that they that have had power over them 
have abused it in one way or another and they've been hurt as a result so when they're in class and a teacher tells them to get to work they don't respect their parents because of what they've been subjected to so it's it makes it very difficult for them to respect and appreciate these other individuals and this also applies to adults so you might say that i'm reaching a little bit but i honestly believe that because marriage is the pinnacle of the human relationship because that's been diluted at honestly what i believe to be more than 50 percent because not everybody that is separated from their spouse gets a divorce legally so there's so many people not being accounted for and honestly that exists even in my family but we are being deeply affected by marriage being misunderstood and mishandled at this point i'm sure people just consider it serious dating or this is an individual that I am committed to spending my life with right now as things are right now. But if they are to change, if this person evolves, if I evolve, then there it's possible that this doesn't work out. And today I feel like one of the more pervasive issues that exist that kind of creates a misconstrued understanding of what marriage is, is the whole, if it was meant to be, then it should be easy. I am sorry. Any marriage relationship that is thriving and successful will tell you that it is not easy. It requires a level of urgency and desperation in order to grow together. We were never meant to be the same person that we were the day that we exchanged vows, nor is the marriage relationship supposed to remain at that state. Growth is supposed to take place. It's either that or regression. And I know that this can be challenging. My wife and I experienced this ourselves, but there tends to be a desire to fall back onto the marriage day, who you were at that point in time. However, things were never meant to stay in that exact state. And as I was thinking about this topic, the letter X visibly came to mind, which is pretty convenient because if we do not approach the marriage relationship with urgency, with the desperation necessary to make it work, then we ultimately can end up being exes. But I picture two individuals starting off at the feet, at the very bottom of the X. And through their life experience, over time, a bunch of different circumstances, they come to a point where they intersect. And in that moment, they are on the same page. And it feels like the stars have aligned. It feels as if you've found this individual who just completes you, makes you whole. There's a bunch of passion. And as a result, marriage is a no brainer. And I might still be very naive on this one, but I still believe that my wife is the one. I believe that there is a one for you. There's an individual that you are supposed to be with because there is something for you guys to accomplish. I am totally convinced 
that that still applies. Call it romanticism, butterflies, whatever. (laughs) But we oftentimes feel this as our paths and our life experience brings us to this point where we intersect. However, we need to understand that the urgency and the desperation that I mentioned, the common ground to sustain the relationship is necessary in order for it to work. Because as we started off at the feet of that X, at the very bottom of the X, it brought us to this point and our trajectory is going to continue to keep us moving in a certain direction. So although the point in which we intersect it like pauses the world and if you're married if you've been in a relationship you've experienced this it's just everything's aligned it's just, this is this is it right here but there comes a point especially for the blended family there is a very strong honeymoon phase because you've moved on from what was likely traumatic and challenging and there's this new situation that is totally different and it fills you up brings you joy and all is right in the world however there will come a point where that trajectory that we were on according to our life experiences our whys the why that brought us to that point will proceed and then if we do not find that common ground if we don't establish a foundation and intentionally grow our relationship doing the hard work necessary for all strong relationships then we will continue to move in a certain direction that is likely opposite of our spouse as i think about that intersection point between my wife and I, there are a ton of different reasons as to why we ended up at that point. We met at church. I was a very hot mess and I needed some help. (laughs) I needed some Jesus in my life because the direction I was headed in, I was not a fan of. So I was in pursuit of purpose and major life change. I needed some saving. My wife was there prior to my arrival and she was serving and she wouldn't have gotten to that point if she hadn't had a child unexpectedly. No, she wasn't the Virgin Mary or anything. Mistakes were being made. And as a result, a human life came as a result and was a huge blessing for her. If you consider just that brief snippet of her experience as well as the collection of everything up to that point, as well as mine, we intersected, but our trajectories were entirely different. And we've realized that it takes us being intentional. It takes the urgency of committing your life to the health and the well-being of the relationship in order for it to work. And when I picture that healthy thriving relationship i see an upside down y so like the x we start off at the feet or at the bottom of that y our decisions and life experience lead us up to this point where we are on the same page and we intersect but instead of crossing as a result of our previous trajectory from that point we move upward together 
as we continue to choose one another day in and day out. And we desperately hold on to the purpose that's brought us together. And yes, all of this is easier said than done, but it's better to have a blueprint to work with and to have an expectation than to say, yo, we're just going to give this a shot and see what happens. Because going with the flow and seeing what happens often results in divorce. And what divorce is, it's almost like something is dying. Again, it says in the Bible that you become one flesh. Just imagine that spiritually concerning your livelihood, like just that flesh is being torn apart, just ripped in half 50-50. Like that's a terrible and gruesome illustration, but it's even worse in reality. Your whole livelihood is likely being uprooted, not to mention the experience of the child present. I mean, hopes, dreams, expectation, they're just being dashed. And this applies to the smoothest of separations. I know people are like, oh, especially celebrities, they're just the worst (laughs) to look to as far as what's acceptable and the example of what marriage should consist of because there's the constant Instagram or Twitter post about how in love they are. And seven days later, they're getting a divorce, but they're saying, oh, I love this person so much. And just it's blah, blah, blah. But what's happening is kind of terrible. And it's not really something that should be so casually done. And one of the reasons why I say the marriage relationship is the pinnacle because children tend not to be sufficient enough reason for people to stay together. So that relationship has to be worked on. It has to be strong because the collateral damage in the form of the child's experience can be terrible. I think of my own. My parents got divorced when I was around 17, 18 years old. And although I saw it coming and I recognized that it was best for that to happen for my mom's sake, it caused some things in me that I did not expect. I thought because I was mature enough I was entering into my young adulthood and decision making was my own that I could handle this. It's it's all good. However, the following five, maybe six years, there were symptoms present that I didn't recognize at the time were clear indications that I was negatively impacted by that divorce. And again, those years going into college and whatnot are crucial, like your mistakes are greatly amplified at this point in time. I made a lot of mistakes and they were very much amplified. And of course, I take responsibility for my decision making for the mistakes. However, I was deeply affected even as someone going into adulthood. So imagine the experience of someone That is still in the household, a teenager under 10 years old, an adolescent. We cannot underestimate how extreme this experience is for them. So as we consider the experience 
of the child. It's important to note that 25% of youth of divorced parents end up having serious social or emotional issues. This number is only 10 within the traditional family dynamic. So it shoots up two and a half times more as a result of this experience. And please believe that children eventually become adults and not everybody recognizes and then exercises the potential trauma that's been caused from divorced relationships. As a matter of fact, 70% of youth of divorce say that divorce is an acceptable alternative to an unhappy relationship. 40% of non-divorced children say the same, but 70%. So these children have experienced this extreme separation and the trauma as a result. And they say that, you know what? It's okay if it's an unhappy dynamic, then divorce is a legitimate alternative. And there are two things I feel pop up to me concerning that perspective. Number one being that suggesting that this is acceptable oftentimes points toward the fact that work hasn't been done or there's a lack of recognition of the impact of divorce in their own lives. And number two, this significant portion of people that have been subject to this experience go on into their lives and there is this innate desire or hormonal desire, whatever you want to call it, to enter into that marriage relationship, the pinnacle of all relationships. And there's this thing in the back of their head that suggests that if they reach a point where there is a lack of happiness or congruency between them and their spouse, then the option to get divorced is there. And this is not a trump card that you want to hold on to while you're in this relationship. The option of leaving if something happens or if we enter this state shouldn't be in the forefront or the back of our minds. The marriage relationship should be a burn the ships type of situation like there is no going back because if you are operating with that perspective in mind, you're going to do everything necessary to make it work. And don't get me wrong. There are legitimate reasons for people to get divorced. So if there is abuse, if there is a threat upon life, if there is infidelity that can't be dealt with or reconciled through extreme vigorous counsel, if every rock has been turned in a hundred percent effort given, then at that point you have a right to make a decision as to whether you want the relationship to continue or not. But please believe there are other people that have experienced circumstance that were no goes, but have received the counsel and the healing necessary for the relationship to be restored. And the last thing that I wanted to address concerning the state of family and specifically the blended family is cohabitation. And that's when one or both individuals in a relationship have children or a child from a previous relationship and they're living together outside of the confines of marriage. So living with somebody they're dating 
Um, and this again is a byproduct of the marriage relationship being diluted. Oftentimes people in this situation are either people that have experienced divorce or they just don't take marriage as seriously or feel as if it's necessary. It's just a certification. So what is the point? How is that going to change anything? But there are some other reasons as to why people cohabitate. One of them being a significant portion of them do experience that whole savior complex. This individual is so different from my last situation and you are the one, although I exchanged vows with this under other individual, I am committed now to, to making this work. But as we know, the butterflies do eventually fade and then there comes the work required for the relationship and then there is this is not something that many will admit as far as a primary reason but the convenience when you think like the opportunity to co-parent with somebody because you've been a single parent for a while or the financial stability that can come from another source of income. And those are obviously not the best reasons to lead your relationship because so many lives are being impacted. And at this point, if you are bringing a child into this relationship and exposing them to someone else, they absolutely need to be the priority. So the utmost caution needs to be taken before entering into these situations. I look forward to talking about this subject in the future. But 46% of children, by the time they turn 16, will have experienced their mother cohabitating. And again, this happens both as a result of mom never being married or dating after a marital breakup. It's also important to note that one in five children with married parents will experience divorce by the age of nine. It's also important to note that one in five children with married parents will experience divorce by the age of nine. So that's 20% of kids will experience divorce by the age of nine, while 50% of kids that are subject to a cohabitating relationship will experience separation at that same age. So by the age of nine, 50% of the cohabitating situations will experience separation and a tearing down of that family dynamic. And I think a big reason for this is the fact that there is that lack of commitment when someone's not getting married it's not again just contractually or a document provided by the government there is a commitment from one person to another that will serve as an opportunity for them to work through whatever issues preside in their situation so this is the state of things it's important to be informed so that we are not naive to what we're subject to and what we may be experiencing personally. We also want to know how we can prepare in such a way that we can overcome a lot of these humps and obstacles. And I know many of you that are listening to this right now have experienced this firsthand or you're going through it right now. Know that there is hope and we can overcome. Absolutely. 
However, in order to overcome or ensure our success, we both need to acknowledge and accept the fact that we are in the midst of a fight. And if you recall some of the statistics that I've provided throughout this episode, and that's just some of the statistics, that's just a small portion of what the actual reality is, then you understand that our opponent is vicious. Our opponent is merciless. There is no concern for your positive and optimistic intentions. We just we can't afford to enter into this blended family dynamic with the expectation of it working out just because we are in love with this individual, just because we have a good heart, just because we believe that we deserve good things. That's just not going to work out for us. As I mentioned before, fighters, they get familiar with their opponent. Continue to grow in your familiarity with the opponent that the blended family faces because there is so much at stake and your family is worth fighting for. Thanks for tuning in and please subscribe so you don't miss out on any of this blended goodness. It's going down again next Wednesday, but until then, do not settle for anything less than what's possible.